that is found only in Jesus Christ. The one who has become our life. The one in whom we live, in whom we move, and in whom we have our being. We hallow your name. We magnify your name. We bless your holy name. Thank you for your presence in our midst this day. Thank you that that which you purpose to do before the foundations of the earth, uh, through your son Jesus Christ, it is accomplished. And we are the result of it. Uh, therefore, we lift up holy hands to adore your name. For you have welcomed us into your presence, not by our works, not by our obedience, not because we have changed, but it's because of what you have brought forth through the work of your son. You have made us sons and daughters who now bear your nature and are made partakers of your divine nature. Ah, therefore do we glory. Therefore, do we rejoice? Therefore, uh, therefore, our our, our, our hearts made glad. For he who began a good work is faithful to bring it to an end that is glorious, just to magnify His name. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. We pray. Everybody, say Amen. Amen. Have you taken your offerings? Yes. Okay. Learn to take offering. Learn to learn to give offering. It's very important. It's a very important part of your worship. Yeah. You don't have to worship God only with your lips. It's no good. It's no good. You must learn to worship him with your substance. That is why when 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 Pharaoh, when 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 Moses when the, when the Lord was, I mean, Moses was sent by the Lord to go and, 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 and get his people out of the bondage, Moses went to Pharaoh and he told him that we should go and serve our, our and worship our God. After, after so many back and forth, he said, okay, go. Go, but leave your, 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 your wealth, which is your... Your, your flock, your sheep, and all that behind. <laughs> that's how, that's what the, when the devil, when, when the devil is not able to keep you in the world, and somehow you are able to receive the work that God has done through the Son on the cross, you say, okay, go. Okay, go. You have gone. Okay, go. You have received it. Okay, go. But now, I need you, I need you, you or you must go and worship him, not with your money, not with your wealth, not with anything that pertains to your name. It is, it is, it is the work of the devil from, 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 from days of old. So if you don't learn to not only receive God and say that you worship him, but you also worship him with your substance. You worship him with your what? It's so important. I'm telling you. Why? Because where your substance is or where your money or your wealth is, that is where your heart is. I mean, you can't separate your wealth from you. You can't. That is why you can forget everything, but you can never forget your bank or 
the pin to your account at the bank. You don't forget them. I mean, you may suffer amnesia of all kinds. You study, you forget. The exam comes, you're struggling. But your pin number, <laughs> you, don't, you don't forget. Why? Because it's your heart. And so what do you say? I am worshiping God with my heart. With all that is within me, you are saying that I'm worshiping God with my substance. Hallelujah. Amen. So that 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 is um that is um that is just by the way for all of you. Okay. So today I want us to continue with what we began from last week. And we are studying or preaching from the book, Bishop's book, The Determinant. The determinants, and um, last week we began to share about um, um, speed as one of the determinants. So, give us the scripture one more time the key scripture, which is in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse number 11. Give us the scripture, please. Ecclesiastes chapter, chapter 9, verse number 11. Yeah. Yeah, give us a scripture. Give us the scripture. It says, I returned and saw under the sun, which is the word again, under the sun means everything that is done on earth. Everything that, that happens on earth, on earth, on earth. You know, everything that goes on in the world. That's what it means. So I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. <laughs> But time and chance happeneth to them all. Just for the sake of those who have not been around, maybe let's read it in the, um, um, the message, if, if it's possible. Just, just, just for enjoyment of scripture. If, if it's possible to get the message. It says, I took another walk around the neighborhood. <laughs> I took another walk around the neighborhood. Now, this is a guy, the guy who wrote this, this book, Solomon, he was a guy who gave himself to understand the things that happen in the world. So when he's talking about those things, you must understand that these are the things that happen in the world. Not because that is what God has ordained, but that is what is happening here because man has chosen their ways and not the ways of God. And so man begin to see what are the results of what they have chosen. Are you with me? So he says, I took another walk around the neighborhood and realized that on this earth, as it is, the race is not always to the swift. Meaning that it is not the swift who always wins the race. Nor the battle to the strong. Because normally when there is a battle... The strong is the one who must win. But he has found out by taking a walk around the neighborhood and observing the things that happen under the sun, that, ah, what is this? 
that in a battle, it is not always the strong who wins. <laughs> no satisfaction to the wise. Wow. Satisfaction is not to the wise. Neither is riches to the smart. And you will think that the one who's smart must be the one who is rich and everybody else must borrow from him. But he has found out that it's not so. Neither is grace given to the learned. I mean, he's saying that the fact that you are learned does not mean that things will automatically be easy for you. That's the, that is the meaning of grace here. The fact that you have, you, have, you have gone to school, you have taken it to the highest level, you have gotten all the degrees that you wanted or, or the world says you must get, it does not grant you an ease of life. Hey! Hey! I don't know about you, but when somebody has given his life to understand these things and, 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 and God has allowed him to write it in his book called the Bible, you must take notice and take instruction. I mean, don't, 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 don't add yourself and prove that what he wrote is true. Because if you give yourself to it, you will find out to your utter amazement that it is true. Then he says that sooner or later, I mean, if it doesn't happen to you now, you will find out that as you are going on in life, it will happen to you. He said, what is that? He said, he calls it bad luck. <laughs> But see, that is the things that happen under the sun. Now, if this is the case, then why should we give ourselves the things that happen under the sun? That is, that is what we are trying to, to establish. If this is the case, that if it is a chance event, if it is 50-50, ah, that you are going to perform a procedure and they tell you that, look, you may live or you may die. Hey. I don't know if you will give yourself to it. He said, wait, you know what? What I have is no good, but it's better than death. <laughs> and that's what you might, you might say. True or false? Yeah. Yeah. So then we must give ourselves to that which is certain. That which we know that, 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 that nothing can change it. That you put in this and this should be the outcome. That's what we must give ourselves. That's what he's trying to let us understand. Wow. So, so we found out the five things. How many of you can remember the five things that we enumerated in that scripture? What are they? The determinants. Go ahead. Tell me somebody. Speed. Speed. Strength. What is it? Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Very good. Understanding and skill. So if that's the case, then these things that are supposed to give results, then we will give it rather to that which pertains to his kingdom. Because when you, when you give the speed, the strength, the wisdom, the understanding, the skill to that which pertains in his kingdom, that one you are sure of the outcome. It's not 50-50. It's not chance event. It's not by luck. Wow. So that is what we are pursuing, you know, in these times, in these um, weeks. 
So last week, we gave ourselves to, to study speed. Today, we want to go on to strength. Everybody say strength. strength. Are you ready for what is coming? Yes. Wow. I'm going to show you things that, by the grace of God, I have come to, to, to appreciate. Let's read a scripture. The first scripture in the book says, it's Psalm, Psalm 110, from verse 1 to 3. Psalm 110, verse 1 to 3. Maybe give it to me in um, the Amplified or the Passion, whichever is easier. Psalm 110 from verse number one to three. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence and for your enlightenment that you only can bring. And thank you that your sons and daughters are ready to embrace that which gives life and guarantees the safety, the wisdom, the soundness of mind, the serenity, the peace that only you can bring because you represent our Father. We thank you. Okay. Psalm 110, please, from verse 1 to 3. Wow. No, he's here. I know. Amen. Psalm 110. Please give it to me. Psalm 110 from verse 1 to 3. Um, what are we getting? Okay. That is King James. Um, okay. It says, the Lord said unto my Lord. Wow. The Lord said unto my Lord. It's like, what is that? But can you give it to me in the Amplified Version or the Passion Translation? The, why do you like those translations? It's because it brings out certain things that we, is not obvious. How can you be a student of the word and not be interested in hidden things? It says, the Lord, and it says God. Wow. The Lord God says to my Lord, the Messiah. Do you see it now? Wow, wow, so who is speaking? God the Father, who is this speaking about? So now he's speaking about, or he's speaking to Jesus, and David was allowed, David was allowed to hear. Say, wow, I hear something. I hear my Father God speaking to my Lord, the Messiah, King Jesus. And what is he saying? He says, my, my son, my son, what is Jesus? Sit at my right hand. Everybody say, my right hand. My right hand. He says, sit at my right hand until I make your adversaries your what? Your footstool. Now, who will make the adversaries become Jesus' footstool? The Father says, I will make everything that stands up against you, everything that is anti-Christ, everything that does not align and arrange itself to your ways, I will make them your footstool. Look at the next verse. Wow. It says the Lord will send forth from Zion. The word Zion represents Jerusalem or represents the habitation or God's resting place. So it says the Lord will send forth from Zion or the church. The Lord will send forth from Zion the scepter of your strength. That word scepter of your strength is the mark 
of your strength, the, the symbol of your strength. You see the scepter of the king. If you see the, the king's scepter, you know, it's like a rod that has something at one end. You know, that is a mark of his authority. And God is saying to his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, that he was sent forth from Zion, his resting place, his habitation, the church. He was sent forth the scepter of his strength. Then he says, rule then in the midst of your foes. Whoa. So the, the foes, the enemies will surround him, but he will what? He will rule over every one of them. Do you see that? Wow. Wow. You are thinking, what is, what is the benefit in this for me? Everything depends on this. You are about to see it. Next verse. Verse 3. Then it says, your people. Again, God the Father is speaking to God the Son. And it says, your people. <laughs> Do you want to know that what that means? It says, Jesus said, I and the people whom God has given me. I and the children. I and the children whom God has given me. We might read it if there is time. It says, I and the children whom God has given me. Wow. It says, we are for signs and for wonders. <laughs> it says, your people. So God is speaking about the son. And it says, my son, your people, the people whom you will bring into salvation, the people whom you will die for and rescue and redeem and translate them from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your marvelous light. It says, your people will offer themselves how? How? Willingly. In the day of your power. Meaning that until the day of your power arrives, your people will not willingly offer themselves. Why? Fear will grip them. Inability, weakness, decay, corruption, sickness, disease, torment, the curse. It says your people will offer themselves willingly only in the day of your power, my God. Say, hey, what does all this mean? You are about to see it. It says, in the beauty of, now look at the emphasis. The emphasis is in the day of whose power? Jesus' power. Yeah. Do you see it? Yes. Okay. It says, your people will offer themselves willingly in the day of your power, in the beauty of holiness. Wow. And in holy array out of the womb of the morning. Another version says out of the, the, the womb of the dawn. You know, when dawn, when dawn begins to break forth, no matter the darkness that existed, the darkness is not able to prevent the breaking forth of the dawn. True or false? Exactly. So it says that in the beauty of holiness and in holy array, out of the womb of the morning, to you will spring forth your young men who shall be as the dew that waters, refreshes, the dew that changes, that transforms. But it shall be your young men. They will spring forth. 
and they shall be as the dew. And nothing shall be able to stop them. That's why Jesus, when he came, he says, I, 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 I will build my church and the gates of hell will not be able to prevail. Guys, are you seeing the scripture in, the, in, in a very wonderful light? He said, what is the relevance of all this? You're about to see it. You see here that the emphasis is on the Lord Jesus Christ. The father is saying that in the day that the son takes his seat at the right hand of the father. Did you, did you read that? In the day that the father, I mean the son takes his seat at the right hand of the father, then everything, every power, every entity, every intention shall be subjugated and made to be his footstool. True or false? I said true or false? Very good. Please, if there is no noise in your background, unmute yourself by all means so that I can get a feedback. All right. Now, church, do you know that this has been fulfilled in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3? Let's read the scripture in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Remember, we just read a prophetic statement in Psalms, right? Now, look at the fulfillment in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. And then we will read a couple of verses, and you will see that, ah, it's done. It has happened. So please give me Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. King James. Hebrews 1, verse 3, quickly. Then it says, it says, Who being the brightness of his glory. Now, we all know that this is about Jesus, right? So it says that who being the brightness of his glory, you know, just, just, just so that you can understand it. Look at verse two. Look at verse two. Just, I mean, let's just enjoy the reading of the scriptures. Look at verse two. It says, it says, he has in these days spoken unto us by who? So God is now speaking unto us and he is speaking unto us by or through his son whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Now, verse 3, continue to say, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. But look at what is happening here. When he had by himself purged some people's sins, when he had by himself purged the, the, the sins of whites, no. the sins of blacks, no. the sins of Asians, no. the sins of, um, of Africans, no. the sins of Ethiopians. <laughs> he says, when he had by himself purged our sins, wait. So, whose sins are remaining? None. Please ask yourself, whose sins are remaining? Who is doing the purging? Christ. Exactly. Can he fail? Never. Can he, can he do it for some and leave the rest? No. And say that, you know, come and finish the rest. <laughs> 
It says, when he had by himself purged our sins. He has purged them. Purged them. My goodness, I wish I could take you on this line. I don't have time. But because of the purging and the blood that sits upon the mercy seat of God in heaven above, God is not able to remember your sins anymore. Hear the spirit of God speaking to you. Say, son, daughter, father is not able to remember. He says, and their sins and their lawless deeds, I will remember no more. So who are you who goes to God and remind him of your sins? Hey, okay, that's just by the way. When he had by himself perished our sins, what did he do next? He did what? He did what? He sat down where? On the right hand of the majesty on high. Is this not what we read in the psalm? When the father is speaking to the son and saying, my son, now sit down at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Yes. Now, when do you sit down? Is it not when you have finished the assignment? Yes. When I was in school, I remember in class three, in class three, if there's a question that needs to be answered, you lift up your hands and they will say, they will say, they will say, hey, now say, uh, they'll say, yes, Nasser, stand up and give the answer. Then Nasser will stand up and give the answer. True or false? True. That is, that, that is what, I, you know, so, but, but when will Nasser sit down again? When he has finished giving the answer. True or false? That is how it is. So, after Jesus himself, not by your agreement, not by your obedience, not because you have given some money. So, he says, he says, it says, we have not been redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but by the precious blood of the lamb. So God didn't consult you. God did not require anything from you to purge your sins. And when he had finished all the sins purging of the entire world, he sat down. Because if he wasn't finished, if it was left with the sins of the Chinese, if it was left with the sins of Africans, he couldn't have sat down. But this when he, but, but that's what I said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to do what? For the preaching of our sins. And now he has sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Go to verse 13. Go to verse 13. Go to verse 13. You'll see something. It says, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. Do you see the same scripture here? It says, but to which of the angels said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. So he asked the question. This statement which he made, that David proclaimed, uh, or, or saw the father, heard the father speaking to the son. He said, did, did he do it for angels? It couldn't be. 
because it was not spoken to angels and it was not done for angels and the virgin was not about the sins of angels right so look at verse 14 then it says talking about the angels are they not all all the angels are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to do what Minister for them. To do what? Minister for minister. them. To minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Who are the heirs of salvation? Yeah. We. Hey, can you see that now the power, the strength that is going to minister for you is not human strength? Hey, he said, I'm afraid. He said, Wait, what is what is what is started in front of you? Is there is the spirit that he says, then the Holy Spirit will tell you who is present to minister unto you. Hey, angel, 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 angel from above against angel from darkness. You don't come in. Can you see the source and the and the can you see the source and the origin of your strength? It's not human. I said it's not human. Amen. How can I do this? How can I get this done? How can I resolve this? That is why when he said I am going to give you help, he says, I am sending my Holy Spirit. That's your help. Making impossible, humanly impossible things must be made possible. Why? Because you are the heir of salvation. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, as, as I always say, as I always say, when Nasa is of age, he's not, have to, he's not gonna have to figure out how to buy a car. He'll just take daddy's car and drive it around, take it to school, take it to the uh, shopping mall. The daddy will say, hey, Nasa, go and get this. What car do you think he's gonna use? Daddy's car, why? Because he's an heir. He's an heir of daddy's wealth. I mean, all the struggles that daddy's going through is for Nase. He'll tell you. That is why, that is why when he is in his house, he enters everywhere, grabs everything, eats everything without, without asking. Why? He's an heir and a joint heir of the father. I've noticed that even, even Ophelia's children, when they are in their home, they are King Kong. I mean, they are the kings of the house. When they move from their home and come here, they, when they want to touch something, they are, they are hesitant. Even their children know that. They are hesitant. Why? Because I am not an heir of this, of this kingdom here. <laughs> Do you see it? Yeah. But unfortunately, the children of God, the heirs of salvation, don't know who they are and who they belong. And so we beg, as if we have a wicked father. That's why he said that even you, even you, even you, earthly fathers, as wicked, as evil, as corrupt as you are, when, when, when your children have need of fish and eggs, you don't give them stones and serpents. You don't. You, 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 you move heaven and earth to get things better for your children. And look, 
and you were as corrupt as the word corrupt means. Why would I deny you if I could not withhold my son from you? What good thing? It cost God everything to get us to become children of God. But the children do not acknowledge their father. And the devil goes around deceiving us. This is the end of the deception. Say amen. 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 This is the end of the cause and the source of fear. Say amen. Amen. Say that I receive strength, not human. It is divine. Angelic strength. They are sent forth to minister for me. Because Jesus has made me an heir of salvation. By the purging of all my sins. Wow. He has qualified you. In the world, you go to school, you go write your exams, you go write your boards so that you'll be qualified to, uh, to receive a certification. And then you go find your exper experience. You go get your experience from somewhere where the, the, the new employer doesn't care. Where, I mean, it's funny. You've just finished school. You need, you need a job. And you're applying for jobs. And the company who needs your services, they say that I want to hire you, but I need people who have experience. They say, ah, I just finished school. Where can I get the experience from? They say, I don't care. That's the world. But when it comes to God, it says, put your hands down. I am going to qualify you so that I will make you a child, a son, and bring you into the, 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 the and make you an heir of God and a joint heir with my son. Wow. This is the good news. Hey. Church, do we all agree that there is a divine strength available to all of us? Yes. It has been fulfilled. Say it has been fulfilled. It has been fulfilled. Do you need any other proof beyond what you have just seen? No. Remember the prophecy that God gave in Genesis. He said, the head of the serpent shall be crushed or bruised by who? The seed of the woman. The seed, who is the seed of the woman? Jesus Christ. He didn't say you will do it. He says, my son will crush the head of the serpent. Why? Because by man, Adam, came death. Therefore, by man also comes the resurrection from the dead. Then he says, as in Adam all die. Even so in Christ, all shall be made to live. Do you see it? Yeah. Do you see it? Yes. So, so everything that is wrong with you, because it did not begin with you, we, 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 we entered into a mess that did not originate from us. It's not your sins that brought you into all these difficulties. So it is the nature called sin that was passed over you. You say, why didn't my daddy take care of me? The nature, it passed over him. Why didn't, why, why didn't, why did they choose and select some children over other children? The nature was at work. Because sin, the nature, it passed upon all men, death passed upon all men and curses. 
trespassed upon all men. So because it, it, it did not originate from us, God said that in justice and in fairness, I will also make sure that deliverance shall not come from them because they don't know, they don't have it. So my son will come and do it. He will come and bring the remedy and I will put them into, his, into him. And whosoever receives him automatically enters into the strength, the life, the peace, the abundance, the soundness of mind that belongs to my son. That's why he said that you shall be an heir of God. An heir, of, an heir of God and a joint heir with my son. What do you do? Nothing, because it did not begin with you. And therefore, the remedy does not also rest with you. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Come and read something. I, I, I want you to see something that you will begin to, you begin to give up on yourself and embrace the new thing. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you want to read some, some prophecies? Do you want to see prophecy? Yes. Do you want to see prophecy as written by God himself? Not, be, not somebody had a dream. But this a prophecy written by God. How many of you want to see it? Isaiah 53. Hey. Look at from verse 3. Isaiah 53 from verse 3. This is that which brings the source of your confidence. Isaiah 53. Look at from verse 3. Let's read it. Let's enjoy. Let's enjoy. Look at it too. He says, he is despised and he is rejected of men. Then he says, he's a man or he became a man of sorrows or he shall become a man of sorrows and he shall become acquainted with grief. He must know what it means to go through grief. How many of you have been through grief before? It says, God says, there is a man coming. That man, when he comes, he shall be despised. How many of you have been despised before? <laughs> it says, he shall be rejected of men. How many of you have been rejected by men before? I tell you, I tell you, when I remember when I wanted to go get a visa to come to this country, I tell you, I had to go there very early and join a long queue. And I noticed that if you don't get there early enough, when they come, they allow only a few people to enter and they say, all of you, go back. Oh, such a rejection. Am I not a human being? <laughs> all I want is just a, 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 a paper, a paper that will authorize me to just come and, um, for vacation. Not like I'm coming to stay for vacation because that was actually the intention. So you go back. And then tomorrow, the following day, you said, me, I'll be the first person. <laughs> hey! Hey! Why? Because now you will come. They will come and call you. Are you with me? Yes. Then it says, a man of sorrows. So God was going to send a man. That man should have a real taste of what it means to know sorrow. Otherwise, I see a lawyer who does not understand. You see, when a 13-year-old, a, 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 a 14, 15, 16-year-old has been raped, and they bring the case to a judge, a female, a female judge, who is probably in her 40s, but she also, when she was 12, she was raped. 
and they have brought the case to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy who did this evil, this shall be your end. I mean, you will face the consequences of the law to its extreme punishment. True or false? Because the person who is advocating for the girl understands what it means to be raped. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, a guy may not understand it, but a woman who has also been raped, my God, I don't know who can come and save you. <laughs> you will deploy all the legal jargons and they will toss you into jail for years so that when you come out, you will respect women. <laughs> so he says, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief Say, say, my Lord understands. How many of you can, can see that this is the Lord Jesus Christ that we see right now? How many of you can see it? And, and, and we hit, as it were, our faces from him. Because the way they beat him to a pulp, nobody, no human being wanted to look at him and see the skin that has been torn like, 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 like pig, a pig's, a pig's, Pig's body. That's how his body became. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Why? Go on. Next verse. Next verse. Surely he has borne our griefs. Okay. Can you silence the source of the of the, of the, the noise? Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted. We saw him as somebody, hey, God has cursed you, pa. that's why you're going through all this. When, they, when he was going through all that, they say, my God, this is a guy who has really been rejected and cursed by God. Look at the kind of punishment they are, they are, they are bringing upon him. Next verse. How many of you can see Jesus here? Please, how many of you can see Jesus here? Then it says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Meaning that it was our sins. It was our, our natural tendency for evil. The word iniquity means a perversity, a tendency to do evil, a tendency to be selfish, a tendency to keep and promote yourself. That is why when he was forsaken by his own disciples, whom he has worked with for three years, he understood. That was their nature. They were manifesting their nature. Why? It's called iniquity or perversity. Where if the thing is not going to bring a benefit, well, they must, I mean, I don't care. I don't know him. I don't, I don't know him. That's our nature. So he was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment for our peace was put upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's go on. All we like sheep, we have gone astray. Why? Because we all had the nature of the devil. Because sin had passed. The nature called sin had passed upon all. It says, we have turned everyone to his own way. This is how we are. We go our own way. We do things based on what will bring us benefit. Not knowing that everything that we do, we try to do for ourselves, it ends us into further poverty and deprivation and sickness and disease. And we go, we have our goodness. Everything that man chooses brings more peril. And the Lord has laid on him 
the iniquity of some people. Of some people? Is it of some people? Oh, guys, can you hear me? Yes. No, 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 no. You don't pay attention. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Verse 7. Look at it. He was oppressed. And he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. Why? Because he knew that he was a sacrifice. How do you know? He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before his shearers is dumped. So he also opened not his mouth. Why? Because he knew that for this I was made. A body you have prepared me to do thy will. And he, was, he knew that he had come to do God's will. Verse 8. Pay attention because you're, you're about to enter into something very powerful. Wow. He was taken from where? Prison. From where? Prison. From prison and from... Now, this is, this is what everybody was in, every, every human being, because sin passed and the judgment passed upon all men. The curse began to just rule every man, and every man was under the grip of the devil. And so, and so the devil will determine you, you will be a woman, a, a man's nurture, you, you will be an alcoholic, you. You'll be a drug addict. You, you'll be a gossip. That's all you do, gossip. You will gossip until you die. You, you, you will be a pilferer. You know a pilferer? You will steal small, 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 invaluable things. But that's all you will do, all your life. So you, you steal from office. You steal their pens. You steal their, 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 their calculators. You steal this. You steal this. Who, 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 who has made you that? The devil. So we're all in prison. We were all in prison. Are you with me? Uh, but when he went through all that he went through, Bible said that he was taken from prison and from judgment. The moment, because he was offered as a sacrifice for all humanity, when he was taken from prison and from judgment, all humanity came out of prison and out of judgment. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now it says, and who shall declare his generation? There's a new generation that has come forth. And God is saying, who shall declare this generation? Go to verse 9. Go to verse 9. And he made his grave with the wicked. He's going back to the cross. And with the rich in his death. That is why when he was crucified, he was crucified in the rich tomb of a, a, a man. Remember? Because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Look at the next verse. I, I, I want us to read this because we are coming to the very nice verse. It says, yet, he had done no evil, yet, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. How, why? God was being unjust. Why should you, why should God bruise somebody who has done no evil? And why should he please the Lord to do this? Because he saw you. Say, he saw me. He saw me. He saw the result that will come out after he had gone through this. So the father saw what you were going to be. The son also could see what you and I were going to be. And so it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. Who, who bruised him? The, the father. God, God bruised the son. And it pleased him to do that. Why? For you. For me, 
This is not God saying, I love you. This is God doing, I love you. Because he had to fulfill his justice. And so he put him to grief. Say, I'm crying. What are you crying about? Your master, your savior has gone through it so he can relate to it. And therefore shall his deliverance also be great and huge. Say amen. Amen. He says, when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, ah, he shall see his seed. He shall see what? You are the seed. He shall see it. He shall see his seed. He shall see. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He shall see his seed because Jesus was being the seed. How about now when you put a seed in the ground, it doesn't bring forth only one fruit. It brings many, many fruits, right? It says that he shall see his seed, that is the son, and he shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Go to verse 11. Go to verse 11 because we are going to verse 12 is the thing. And the Bible says that he shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. Say, say with me, everything, every judgment that was against me. Every judgment that was against me. Every evil that I have done that must bring a curse. Every evil that I have done that must bring a curse. Everything that I have done that has consequences attached to it. Everything that I have done that has consequences. That must bring torment. That must bring failure. That must bring hurt. That must bring hurt. That must bring damage. That must bring damage. Every one of them has been satisfied. Every one of them has been satisfied. Wow. God has satisfied his righteous judgment that is due you and me. So it says that he shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. It's like the sacrifice that my son is going through. It's enough to take away every one of the punishment that is due to the sons that he was bringing into glory. Do you see what I'm saying? Then it says, by his knowledge, by his knowledge, or by the knowledge of him, shall my righteous servant do what? Justify many. So when you begin to know what he has done, that is what begins to give you the strength that you have been justified. You have been justified means just as if it never happened. Just as if whatever you did never happened. Does that make sense? It says, by the knowledge of him shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Wow. Are you ready for the result? Are you ready for the result? Are you ready for the outcome? Are you ready? Verse 12. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great. Whoa. Now God is calling you the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the who? The strong. With the who? The strong. Why? 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 Because he has poured out his soul unto death. So because of what he has done, God is saying that now my son shall divide the portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. That is why you and I have been made heirs of the father and join heirs with the son. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, guys, you like such a prophecy. Yes. Did he die? Yes. Was he bruised? 
Was he wounded? Was he rejected by men? Was he rejected by God? Was he bruised by the Father? Was he so cast forth as an offering? Yes. So why do you doubt that he has, done, he has also done verse 12? Give me the people, please. Give me the people. Let me see the people. Show by hand. How many of you can see that he has done something which I have been ignoring? And you see, when God says that I have done this and you ignore it, it shall be to your peril. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because how can you work with God except you are in agreement? It says, how can two work together except they agree? So God says, this is what I've done. And you say, uh, uh, I'm going to help myself. <laughs> wow. How many of you are being blessed by God's word? How many of you like the prophetic declaration that you just saw? How many of you like the outcome? That is why, that is why, that is why, when you go on, it says, in Ephesians 6 verse 10, it says, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the power of his might. Don't be strong in you. Do you know that, do you know that, you know, the Bible says that, listen, I pay attention. The Bible says that out of the mouth of babes, Thou hast ordained strength. Do you know, do you know what I, how I'm beginning to see it? How many of you have seen that children or infants, well, children, two, the year two or three, thereabouts, they throw temper tantrums and then they throw themselves on the floor. How many of you have seen that before? Do you know why they do that? For them, they know that when they throw themselves on the floor, they will not get hurt. It's you who will get hurt. No, 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 no. I saw it. I remember Eric's son, uh, um, Aaron. And even Nase, they used to, they used to, because they are angry, or they don't understand what is happening, and they, they don't understand why daddy is denying them a good thing that they want. They begin to hit their head on the floor. When they began to find out that, ah, I am getting hurt. <laughs> it didn't take them long to stop misbehaving because they, everyone did the same thing. He used to hit himself on the floor. Why? Because he was thinking that it is his dad who will get hurt because his strength is not in himself. His confidence is not in himself. A child or an infant or that age, all their strength is not, is not in themselves. So when God says that you have ordained strength in the mouth of babes, he's saying because babes are a people whose strength is not in themselves. But their strength is in the Lord. Their confidence is what the Lord can do. It's not in, I'm able to do it, so I'm going to do it. No, 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 no. They are confident. It's a wild confidence. It's in the Lord. Just as I was sharing with you, the confidence with, this, with which Nasser will enter into his daddy's Lexus and drive is because his confidence is not in what he has been able to do. It's what daddy has done. Do you see it? So it says that be strong in the Lord. Be strong in what God has done through his son. Be strong in the power of his might, not your might. 
not your ability, not your enablement, not what you can do, but be strong in the Lord. How am I going to get this result? How am I going to get married? Who is going to find me and marry me? How am I going to do this? What about next week? How am I going to get a job? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to do? Nase at his age doesn't think about any of these things. Why? His strength and his confidence is not in him. It's in his dad. True or false? So he doesn't care how daddy brings, how, he, he, he doesn't even think about how the bills get paid. That is a mortgage. And so what? I don't know what mortgage is. In fact, if, if Enoch tries to explain to Nasser what mortgage is, he say, why are you telling me this, daddy? <laughs> he say, go and turn the light off. He doesn't even understand why the light should be turned off. Why? It doesn't cost him a thing. Exactly. I was the same until I began to grow up. And then the money was coming from me. Then I realized that I must turn all the lights out. Are you with me? Yes. So, so, hey, listen, listen, let's read, let's read another scripture. You will see this properly. Let's read Joshua chapter 1, verse 6 to 9. Am I preaching to you? Yes. Joshua chapter 1, from verse 6 to 9. Let's read it. This is Joshua. And God is speaking to him. And he says, be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Joshua is a very young man. A young man. He's going to divide the land for people who are three times his age. I mean, his father and his father's father are, 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 are in the people that he's going to divide the land for. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, his daddy will say, ah, son, I gave birth to you. You are going to divide the land between me and your, 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 your father-in-law or your, your, <laughs> your uncle. <laughs> wow. But God tells him, be strong and of a good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide. Go to the next verse. Then he says, he says, he says, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. And he says, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Now, notice the condition, because he is bringing forth a condition that you must be strong and you must be very, very courageous so that you can do the instructions, you can execute the instructions that Moses, my servant, commanded thee. And so he's going to give him a way to be strong and courageous. Next verse, verse 8. Then it says, this is the way. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night so that you may observe. Listen, you don't keep looking at it. You don't keep looking at it. 
courage and strength will never come because you will consider the problems. You will consider the impossibilities. You will consider the burden. You will consider the difficulty, how impossible it shall be. You will see it, it shall be in your face. But don't be preoccupied with the difficulty. Don't be preoccupied with the impossibility. Don't be preoccupied with how old and disgruntled. Now, this is a guy, look, 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 Moses has worked with these people and Moses who was called by God directly, hearing God's voice directly, he, he says that this is a stiff-necked people. <laughs> And Joshua was there when he will see his master make such declarations that, hey, and people, what kind of people you have been complaining from? I mean, no matter what you see, no matter what power is displayed as a sign of God's presence, still. And now God comes to him and says, you will do it. He said, what? The thing that my master struggled with, he said, I should do it. He said, yeah, only be strong. Only be courageous. And this is how you will do it. If you will become fixated only on the instructions, only on the word, that is the source that will bring the strength and the courage. He says, it shall not depart out of thy mouth. So you look at this and you say that which has been declared. You look at that. You don't give voice to what you are seeing. You give voice to what my word declares. And you say it. You see it. It shall not depart from where? Out of thy mouth. But you see, you shall meditate during day and night. The reason why it is not the first thing that comes out of your mouth is because you don't meditate therein. And you say you want to say it. No, you can't. And you won't, because the people who can say it are the people who have meditated. Otherwise, the issue that is threatening you, it will fill your mind, it will preoccupy you, it will give you sleepless nights. You become depressed, anxious, fearful. Demons will come, they will swarm. Why? Because they sense it, they sense your fear, they sense, they sense your anxiety. You say, Tonight we shall torment you. Tonight we shall not allow you to sleep. Why? Because you have something that belongs to them. It's called fear and anxiety. Am I preaching to you? He said, but I've done this. That's why they are coming. No! Jesus has paid for it. He has paid your sins. So they have no right. He said, but I did it. Are you coming in your name or you are coming in the name of the Son? Are you coming in his strength or you are coming in your strength? I'm preaching. And as you do this, he said, I don't know. I need six weeks to recover. To do what? Six weeks. Okay. Go in your name. Come in your strength. Come in your, in, your, in, your, in your rationalization. Come in your ability to, 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 to make sense to yourself. Come in that. The enemy will whip you, whip you like soccer. You will play soccer with your heart. It says that thou mayest observe to do. So the ability to do comes from those who meditate and declare all the time. No matter what is in their face, they only know what has been done by the sun. 
that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then, for then, for then, for then, this is the only way. This is the only way. Thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Verse 9. Verse 9. A very powerful addition to it. It says, have not I commanded thee? That is why God says that any word that proceeds out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish. So, so as God was speaking to him, power was coming out of it. And the word that he wants him to focus on, power comes from it. It says, have I not commanded thee? Have I not declared unto thee? Have I not purged your sins? Have I not made you a child of God? Have I not come to inhabit you? It says, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is what? Jesus, with thee. it's with thee, it's with thee, whatsoever thou goest, it's there, it's there, but, 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 stop but, it's what, my son, now, now, this was then, do you want to hear the good news, I don't know if you're ready for this, this was then, this was then. Look at the last verse. It says, For the Lord thy God is what? With thee. For the Lord thy God is what? With thee. For the Lord thy God is what? With thee. It's with thee. It's with thee. Whithersoever thou goest, how can you go and surround a nation that everybody in the world knows that it is fortified. The walls are huge. Nobody can, the architectural design that was deployed to build it, it is so formidable. You can't break through it. And then you hear a voice. And that voice says, go, go and send your minstrels, your minstrels, and go, and go around it. What, trumpet, trumpet, trumpet. Trumpet, is it? Listen, what that voice? Uh, that, you, you, it will make you say, "Look, no, look, there's not a joke, okay? There's not a joke. There's not a joke. There's not a joke. That's what you will say." But hear that voice, and it say, "Go and blow." It says, "March around it, march around it, ah, uh, march, oh, march." It's as if it's as if the marching will shake the foundations. Marching, <laughs> and then on the final day, it says, "Blow your trumpet." And then by by doing that, the wall comes tumbling down. The heart of the people were already taken; they were destroyed before they even engaged the battle because they knew that something supernatural has happened. Because a marching and a trumpet cannot break down these formidable walls. Why? It is God with them. So if God can be with them and accomplish this, how many of you are ready for what is coming? How many of you are ready for what is coming? Remember, the instruction, the instruction was to meditate on the word, right? 
Now, do you know this word that he's talking about? It's the instructions and the laws that God gave to man through Moses. God himself knew that man doesn't have the ability to accomplish all. But he says, it's not a problem. You just do this. I will, I will, this is what I have. I will still, I will still use it. You get what I'm saying? But look at what happened in John chapter 1. The Bible says, and the word became flesh. Hey, hey, and the well and the word dwelt amongst them. And he doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. So what did the word become? It became flesh. What did he do? It dwelt among them. Just as he was with them, right? But it doesn't stop. So Jesus, Jesus says, Jesus says, Jesus says that have you know that the Holy Spirit is God? In John chapter 14, he says, he says, look, look at John 14. I, I, I believe it's verse 17. I'm not so sure. But look at John 14. Because I, I, this, this came to me as I was just looking at the scriptures. I mean, looking at the notes. And I mean, the, um, the book. It just came to me. He says, he says, he says, he says, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, the spirit of what? Why? Because the only thing that he declares is that which is true, right? Whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not. Neither it sees who? Him. Who is him? The spirit. It sees him not. Neither knoweth him. But you shall know him. For he dwelleth what? He dwells where? And shall be, shall be in you. Is that present tense or uh, future tense? Present. Now, he is with them, but something is going to happen. And when that thing happens, then he shall be in you. So when Jesus died and he rose up again, now the spirit comes and he comes and dwells in you. Do you see it? Do you see it? So the strength that was at work because he was with you, that strength has come and now he is in you. Hmm. Guys, you see something? I'm talking about the strength. And God wants you to deploy that strength. But your focus, your meditation, your preoccupation must be in the recognition of this strength which has come to dwell in you. That is why the Bible says that this Jesus now has become our life. He's not only the way, he's not only the truth, but he is now our life. And the angelic host who minister for him, they have come to minister for you. Why? Because he has become your life. Guys, am I preaching to you? Wow. Wow. Last scripture, then we close. Wow. 
Last scripture that we close. Look at Isaiah 20, 20, 27, verse 5. Isaiah 27, verse 5. Can you see? Can you see why, why, why Jesus said that the least in the kingdom is mightier than John the Baptist? Do you know why? Because the Spirit could not come and dwell in John the Baptist. Why? Jesus' blood had not been shed to purge the sins of humanity for the Holy Spirit to come and now dwell inside us. So he says, the least in the kingdom is greater than John the Baptist. Do you know John the Baptist? Do you know how great he was? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, hey, anyway. So he says, oh, let him take hold of my strength that he may make peace with me. And he shall make peace. Wow. I don't know if you like this scripture. Let him take hold of my strength that he may make peace with me. And he shall make peace with me. He may make peace with me. And he shall make peace. So you make peace with the father, with the son. And with the Holy Spirit, anytime you engage the power of he who raised Jesus from the dead and who now resides in you, you are making peace with him. Why? Because you are making room. You are acknowledging. You are respecting his presence. So when fear is coming, you say, you have no place here. Why? Because I know who is here with me. Not just with me. He's in me. What are you doing? You are making peace with him. But many Christians, many Christians, shut him off. And when you make peace with him, then you shall make peace with me. This is just a final, we will continue. God willing. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. Look, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Zephaniah 3.17. It's a nice powerful scripture. Zephaniah 3.17. Zephaniah 3.17. Zephaniah 3.17. Please rise to your feet. You're about to close. Zephaniah 3.17. Zephaniah. Zephaniah. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Can he be joined over you with singing and you are depressed? What are you? And what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? That God Almighty is rejoicing over, over thee because he knows what he has brought forth in you. He endured the suffering. He endured, I mean, he, he endured the pain. He endured the despisement, the rejection, the curse, the bruising, the torment. Why? So that he could have you and rejoice over you with singing, resting in his love ready to save and deliver anything that comes your way and you are ignoring his presence it's called wickedness it's called wickedness it's called wickedness how many of you how many of you your heart has been falling in love with somebody 
for days and months and years, and that person rejects you and says, no, no, he's not my type. <laughs> Please give me the people, give me the people, give me the people. Give me the people. How many of you, how many of you, your heart has been yearning for somebody? And you are, everything that you get, you want to leave a portion for her. <laughs> I mean, you spend money to buy things for her that you don't spend the money on for yourself. You know, can you relate to it? You spend money on her that you don't spend on yourself. <laughs> That was what Enoch did when he was trying to get his beloved, his wife. <laughs> he would go to Macy's and he would buy something special. And he said, this thing, I know I can't enjoy for myself. I will not enjoy this. No, 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 no. But because there is a toffee somewhere that is, that is, that is getting by my heart's attention, I will spend this, this, toffee, I'll spend this on this toffee. <laughs> Hey, can you imagine as he's, as he's buying all these things and having all these nice thoughts and dreams about her? And then he goes, he goes, he goes, he presents herself, I mean himself. And then the woman, the woman looks at her and says, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but you, how did you master the courage to come and accost me? Are you Michael Hugo? <laughs> <laughs> that would be that he may not want to accost and he may not want to go see any woman again <laughs> because his soap will be dashed true or false wow but don't dash the hopes of God don't break the heart of the father as he joys over you with singing as he, as he pours out his love over you and his strength becomes the Lord is my strength and my salvation let that be your strong let that be your song let that be your song hallelujah wow lift up your hands and let's pray now if you are here and you have not received jesus christ as your lord and savior all these things are not things that you can experience it's yours it's free it belongs to you it has your name but until you receive the master until you receive for as many as received him to them gave you power to become sons as of god and join us with the son to them gave you power even to them that believe in what he has done believe in what he has done believe in what he has done if you are here like that i want to pray with you now say with me lift up your hands and say with me heavenly father everybody say with me heavenly father i thank you for that perfect work that you executed through your son, the one who I receive now as master, as master, the one who I receive as savior, and the one who are now crowned as Lord. I thank you that by the sacrifice of his death, I am saved, I am redeemed, I am justified. I am made holy. I am made unblameable. I am made unreprovable. And I'm born again by his resurrection. And I behold, I behold that all things are become new. And all things are of God. I am his workmanship. I thank you, Father. And I bless you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Wow. All right. Take